Welcome to the original vegan business talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode. And today we have Natasha uh, Calmers. Is that the last name? Chalmers. Chalmers, right? You got All right. it. All right. And her and her hus husband, is it the husband? Your yep. husband, right? Her, partner her life, partner in business, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. We're good to talk about that. Own Maple and Maple and Manchester. Now say the last word so you get so we get it correct. <laughs> yeah, so it's Maple and Manchester fromagerie. So right. a little play on words. Instead of fromagerie, we decided fromagerie was kind of cheeky and cute as it's you know faux cheese. So I like yeah. that. You know, it's funny because <laughs> I've done so many podcasts now, and now I like usually just stop and like just get them to say their names because half of them when they're written down don't actually read the same way as when I say yeah. <laughs> I've learned that. I do. <laughs> so, you know, you guys got cheeses and 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 all that stuff. So explain, let's go back to the start. How did you why did you decide to do this? How did you get started in all this? Okay. So um I would say in the very beginning, um I went plant-based 11 and a half years ago myself and the giving up of the cheese was the hardest part and I know a lot of people who are plant-based or vegan say the same thing and um, so giving up cheese 11 years ago when there was far less of you know uh, I guess options available uh, was really hard and I spent the next 11 years trying to hack vegan cheese and be able to make it well so um, fast forward and uh, my, I met my husband three years ago, and uh, when he moved in, we decided to experiment with making cheese, and we made a bunch of little cheeses, uh, brought them to a family party, and they were devoured instantly, and everyone was saying, oh gosh, you should, you should make this a business, you know, we kind of laughed it off, didn't really think much into it, and um, it was just after Christmas, uh, I actually had a dream that we had a cheese shop called Maple in Manchester. So I said to Damien in the morning, oh, I had this dream that we had this cheese shop. And he said, oh, that sounds cool. We should do that. And by 5 p.m., we had the business registered and everything. We were like, what are we doing? Um, so it's kind of a neat process. We right. went from thinking, oh, we can make the cheese at home to realizing, oh, we can't make the cheese at home. We need a commercial kitchen. And then we thought, oh, we'll rent some kitchen space. And then you realize renting the space is a bit expensive. So now we have our own shop with our own kitchen. And um, yeah, it's incredible how it went from, you know, having a dream to we actually have a, a full shop and uh, we've got a bunch of different flavors and uh, it's been it's been fantastic so far. That's amazing. So what yeah. do you think has been you guys started in 2018, correct? Uh, no, we opened our doors um, last year, so September twenty twenty one. So you're a COVID business. Sorry. So you're a COVID business. We're a COVID business. Yeah, I know. It's it sounds like a crazy thing to do, <laughs> but um, it was sort of this space where um, previous to this, I was a food, travel, and wine writer right. for Vancouver right. Magazine, and when COVID happened, obviously the travel kind of stopped so right. there a lot of travel articles to write so wow. it was kind of, let's start something new so what has been your biggest challenge so mm. far? 
I think the biggest challenge for us was just figuring out how to build a business when we had zero experience um, and definitely getting outside of that comfort zone of um, actually doing it and taking the leap. Um, I know when we signed the lease on our shop, we were having a panic attack. And then when right. it was the day to open, we were having a panic attack. And, you know, now it's been nearly a year and um, we look back on that and, and everything that goes into it, like finding the space, sourcing right, right, ingredients, right. yeah, all the food safe, all the yeah. approvals. And, and when you're yeah. working with vegan cheese, it's such a new kind of area that working with food safe, they're kind of building regulation as they go as well. Right. So, so we rely on them, but they're also relying on us to give them information kind of based on how we make our cheeses. And I imagine the same is true for other vegan cheese companies because we kind of all have different processes. So they're kind of learning and we're learning. So that was kind of the, just the figuring everything out was definitely the hardest part for us. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so how many different types of cheeses do you have? Um, I think we've got seven different flavors at this point. Um, right. Started out with five. Right. And then uh, every two, three months, we release like a feature flavor. Right. And the feature flavors that we've released so far, uh, people have been like, if you take that off the menu, we're going to be so upset. So we've ended up bringing back our, our feature flavors now. So um, like the Guinness maple, white cheddar, that was one right. that we <laughs> did for fun. And now yeah. everyone's like, you need to keep it there. And uh, our summer flavor, the sun-dried tomato and black pepper, same thing. People are like, please don't get rid of it. So, <laughs> so it's slowly just growing into a lot more flavors than we initially thought we would have. Right. Um, we also do uh, pasta sauces and cakes too. Okay, so. interesting, interesting. Yeah. So, so with like the cakes and stuff, so you, so do people like do you ship them or do they come into the store to get the cakes or? Yeah, so we typically do the cakes made to order. So okay. people would maybe give us a call 48 hours in advance and let us know what flavor they would like. Um, we do tend to have a few frozen on hand because we freeze them to set the cake. Uh, so we do like to have a few on hand because it seems like almost every day someone comes in last minute, oh, do, can you do a cake for us? And it's like, yes, right. we can. So we, we do that. Um, and then this summer we started releasing baby cheesecakes. So um, our shop is located right downtown Kelowna. So with all the tourist traffic, it's been nice. People can pop in, get a little baby cheesecake and give them a try, go for a walk. And um, so that's been pretty, pretty popular too. Right. That's cool. So, so where do you, where do you see your business in the next three to five years type of thing? Yeah, so I think for us, um, our goal is to kind of keep it um, very kind of charcuterie style. We're kind of looking more for like the luxury end of vegan cheese, um, using organic ingredients. That's really important to us. Um, our company is sustainable as well. So keeping in line with sustainability and all of our packaging being zero waste is important. Yeah. Um, but I think two in the next three to five years um we're trying a more slow business model where um we're not so keen on like well let's just get this on every grocery store's shelves we kind of rather keep it smaller and a little more exclusive 
So we're being a little selective of where the cheeses end up. And uh, we're in a few restaurants and uh, with a few uh, retailers, um, but we're definitely kind of keeping it a little bit smaller uh, so it stays special, which is, you know, important to us. Right. That's good. You know, and, and that's uh, because you'll, you know, you'll, no one can predict three years from today. And uh, it's, it's funny because a lot of times I see businesses, you know, they always say, well, here we'll be in three, you know, five years, but in, in three to five, four years, a lot of things will change in a business real fast. Right. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Well, and also just the way the world's been, you never know if it's going to be different tomorrow. So we just kind of have to roll with it. And, uh, see what comes but um i mean i i really think that plant-based foods are the future and definitely they're growing in popularity um and the interesting thing for us is um i would say probably at least 85 percent of our customers that come in and buy the cheese regularly aren't vegan or aren't lactose intolerant they just enjoy it so that's kind of promising for us to see as well because it's changing people's opinion um you know, we have people come in the door and they go, oh, vegan cheese, that sounds so weird. And it's like, there's nothing weird in it. It's just plants. And once they taste it, they're like, oh, this is actually really good. And um, so that's really been nice to see opening people's eyes. Right. Yeah. So speaking of that, where do you feel the future of the whole vegan space is going? You know, it's evolved so much, like even in the last five years, right? Like you didn't. Yeah. No one even called anything plant-based before. Those words weren't even around, right? And so yes. now, and there's so many more options now than there than there used to be. Obviously, you know, you 10 years, me, you know, longer than that. There, there was not a lot of options to choose from back yeah. then. You know, another uh, one of the, uh, I just got uh, a lot of the podcasts I do and stuff, the companies send me their products and stuff, right? And, and uh, one I just recently got was uh, vegan toffee. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and it was super, super, super good. Everyone that tried it, and I it showed on my social media, and everyone's asking, "Where do I get that now? Where do I get that now?" Right? Right. Good. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it can only go up from here. Um, I think that a lot of people are becoming a lot more environmentally conscious, um, conscious of the treatment of animals. Um, just like you were saying, when I went vegan 11 years ago, there were there were a few things, but definitely not like there is now. And um, it's kind of at the point where, you know, you go into a restaurant and there's almost too many vegan choices. <laughs> I was used to the days when you'd look on the menu and it was like one option or it was fries and salad. Um, so it's nice to see that growing too. Um, I also think that like you've got a lot of chefs and um, creators coming out with these new innovative products and it's just kind of fun to, to play with it and see what you can create. Right. Um, you know, we, we've done a vegan caviar before that looks amazing and people are like, wow, I didn't know you could do that. Um, but it's just fun to, to play and be creative, you know. People yeah. think, oh, you live on salad. That's not true at all. But, <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah, but I think I think that um, in in the next few years, it's just going to only continue to grow. Um, we noticed in the Okanagan, the uh, plant based vegan community is exploding. Um, there's there's a lot of people here, and a lot of events and new restaurants popping up all the time. So I think it's great. But yeah, I, I agree too. What what do you find for what's been one of the challenges or what is one of the things that you've had to really start to learn being a new entrepreneur? Mm, 
Um, I think it's life and business balance is, is definitely one. Um, <laughs> we have a large family. We've got a bunch of kids. And so it's learning to balance that with our business. Um, we're a little bit hippie. So we've been homeschooling as well as balancing a business. So there's all these new challenges. Um, so that's been difficult, but it's also kind of been neat because it's given us the opportunity to involve our, our children in our business. Right. So looking at different ways to juggle things and um, keeping organized is, is really important. I think if uh, we weren't as organized as we are, I think we'd be suffering a lot more than we are. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and I think another thing too, um, I, I'm not great at asking for help. So we've had to kind of in the last year get better at asking for help or if we can't figure out how to do something, you know, ask someone yeah. rather than you know, just making your life more difficult. Um, but yeah, I'd say that. It's true. I mean, I agree on that. I remember when I, like, sort of my first businesses, one of my first advices from one of my mentors who's mentor, mentored me about for the last 20 years and ended up selling his companies for about 400 million. And, um, and he would, he said, it would always, he said to me, you know, the best advice that I can, I can give you is right now you're one person or you're two people. And if you really want to do stuff and you want to have time, you've got to understand people because you're going to need a team and the team is going to help give you your life too. Even if you don't want to grow a massive company, but if you want to make half a million dollars or a million dollars and you've got to understand that and really understand how to run people properly. And that would be asking for help and doing different stuff like that. And so, you know, I mastered that a long time ago and I look back now and I was like, wow, like that was the best advice that I'd, that I had ever, ever got. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that for sure. Um, and also like remembering to take time for yourself too is yeah. another thing. Like we were very guilty of bringing the work phone home with us every night. We'd get like phone calls at like 11 at night or emails and we'd be responding to them right away. And people were like, oh, your response time is great. And it was like, yeah, it is. But it's Sunday at 11 p.m. and I'm responding to an email about a cake. And so we kind of had to learn how to set some boundaries as well right. now for ourselves. Um, because, you know, you can always respond to it on Monday or, um, you know, and just making sure that you have that balance as well. While yeah. still, you know, loving and taking care of all of your, your customers. It's true, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because you do have to set those those boundaries. You know, I always look at, I mean, if I check my text all night and I'll get up in the morning and go to sleep at say 10 o'clock, by the time I get up in the morning, I've got, you know, I think I counted this morning, I had 32 texts that came from 11 p.m. at night till eight this morning. So mm -hmm. if I just kept my phone on, I would just be, you know, right? hearing that thing go off, right? You see it and you can't help yourself. You're like, oh, I want to give the best customer service ever. And then all of a sudden you haven't slept and you're grumpy and you go into the shop and people are trying to talk to you and you're like, oh, I should have slept last night. So exactly. all these emails. <laughs> totally. And I don't even check them when I get up. I get up at 4 a.m. every day and, and, and that's my time. Everyone's still in bed. I, med I meditate and I do my stuff on that time. And I go to the gym every morning at, at 6 a.m. And, and I don't like those don't even those don't get touched or anything like that. It's yeah, but I do the same like, thing actually. Now that it's funny that you mentioned that, I got to the place where I was like five a.m. club, go down to the lake with my kayak and go out in the kayak for a bit, and then you can come home and you're in a good mood. And you know, even even the kids said, "Oh, you know, since you've been getting up at five a.m., you've been making the most wonderful breakfast. Oh, things are so happy and lovely." And I'm like, "Yeah, 
it's very strange. You could be cranky, but that makes you so much more productive. It's true. It's true. I'm yeah. glad you said that because you feel like you just have that much more energy and you just feel that much more better. And you're just, yeah, I agree. I, I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah. Instead of getting up and the people are trying to talk to you right away and everyone needs yeah. something the second you're out of bed, like take those two hours, three hours in the morning for yourself. Oh, so worth it. Yeah, 100%. It's when you're doing your own time, you're all. I have a course called Live Your T Shirt Brainwave Synergy, and I'm heavy trained in brainwaves and stuff. So, when you're, yeah, when people are in that, when you're doing your stuff, when you're stayed on that, you're, you're in alpha brainwave, which is where transformation happens and peace happens. And most people don't enter that brainwave. They usually stay in a beta called brainwave. And when they're in beta, they're, you're, you're going through all these different emotions. And so, yeah. and a lot of times when people wake up, they go right into that brain wave. So their life always feels a little scattered, you know, a little like, you, you know, you don't oh, have that kind of, yeah, that Zen energy, you know, that, that feel good that your kids can feel that other people can feel around you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. Makes a huge difference. Sets you up. Really does. So with the, how about the vegan cheese? Where do you see that industry going? Hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I see it exploding as well. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the more vegan cheese, the better, the more yeah. the merrier. I mean, I know a lot of people say, oh, aren't you worried about competition? And it's like, no, I feel like there's room for everyone. It's kind of, to me, like wine. You can right. have all these different types of wine. Like I will happily, sorry, I'll happily make a charcuterie with not just our cheese, but other brands as well, because it's, everyone is so different so I think it's going to continue to grow in that way and you're going to see a bunch of different styles coming out people are going to come up with new techniques as to how they make their cheese um you know I we haven't met anyone that does it in the same way that we do and same for some of the other um cheese creators that we know we don't know anyone who does it in the way that they do so it's kind of neat to see all these different methods and it's you know the sky's the limit with the vegan cheese I think it's right. fun Mm -hmm. Right. Do you find that, like you said, you mentioned the word competition. Do you feel like there's a lot of competition for you guys or not? Um, I don't really feel like there's a lot of competition for us for, for a few reasons. I mean, we did kind of find when we were getting started, um, we had reached out to some other vegan cheese creators to be like, hey, you know, we're going to do something similar, not the same, obviously. Yeah. We don't step on anyone's toes. Um but, you know, we had questions about like, how do you create a, you know, how do you create a food safety plan or things like that? And we, we found that a lot of people didn't want to help us, mm. which is fine. Yeah. Um, but I, it would have been nice, you know, to maybe be able to bounce ideas off of other creators. Um, we had recently, and I wish I could remember the name now, but um, a girl from Kamloops who's looking to make vegan cheese. And she contacted us and experienced the same thing. So I kind of said to her, oh, you know, I'll help, I'll absolutely help you write your food safety plan and things like that. Because I think that just helping each other, especially as like vegan business owners, um, I think you just kind of help animals more by by helping each other and helping others succeed it's so. true. yeah I, i'm with you on that i think in business in general i mean we, we've won and we've done a lot of business and that's because we're we partner with a lot of people and we never really look at there's there's lots of business out there and there's lots of you know money out there and there's lots of stuff and so if you all do it together you're, you're you only help each other yeah. in the end but for some reason in the business world it's very hard to get that through to people's heads like even you know even a lot of the vegan businesses that i've helped like scale and help help them get bigger and stuff i have to get that through your them their heads sometimes i'm like 
don't like trust me like on this if if you work together you're gonna you'll you'll be better off you just really will you know and so yeah yeah, supportive of the community i think is so important and um you know like we had like such a wonderful chat with um jason anthony from vegan supply like he's out there helping people grow which i thought was incredible um so there definitely are people who are helping each other and are excited for new vegan businesses to explode. And then there's definitely the, the people who are kind of worried about maybe ideas being stolen and things like that. And I, and yeah, you have that worry in the back of your head when you've created a product that you're passionate about. Um, but I think you kind of have to think of it maybe a little more realistically. And it's like, yes, people can do something similar, but it's not going to be the same. Um, you know, no one knows how you're doing it your way. Yeah. So it's fine if there's a bunch of people who are, are making vegan cheese or vegan meats or whatever and doing it in different ways. We can also help each other. Totally. Have you been to Jason's restaurants in Vancouver? Yes. <laughs> They're my guilty pleasure. Um, yeah, my, well, my husband, Damien, just, uh, he just went down to Vancouver to drop off a bunch of our cheese to vegan supply and pick up some miso for our cheeses. And uh yeah of course we always have to stop you know maine when we're down there we wish there was one here it's actually probably good we'd spend too much money if there was one here yeah, it's true it's but, true uh, yeah he yeah. just he just texted me and he's in victoria right now building their other location i know so yeah I we're actually gonna start that. we're actually uh the our compat we do stuff all the time with compassion so we're, we're actually gonna we're teaming up with them and we're all gonna work together and uh work out of their kitchens to help all the homeless and stuff like that so yeah that's That's amazing i love that yeah awesome so a couple other things um how is it working i know a lot of people want to know this question and it's always a a, a question when i started i don't know if you knew but i i brought the curves for women franchises to canada that was the first business i did and uh and my mom became my partner in some of those and, and and so the question I have for you is how is it working as a husband and wife team? Because you all uh, the question people always ask is because partnerships are either good, hard, they work out. You know, there's lots of things can happen when you're working as couples, or mother and son, or you know, family business, yeah. right? So how is that for you guys? Um, you know, I would say it's probably like eighty five percent bliss and fifteen percent. Um, silent treatment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Damien and I are super different people, but we complement each other in, in some really great ways. And um, we definitely try to like, you know, not take things out on each other. You know, we could have, be having a stressful day at home with the kids and, you know, be a bit grumpy. And we kind of have to remind each other not to battle when it's not actually us that is the problem. Um, you know, and there's moments where like we have different design ideas. So, you know, say the way retail's laid out on a shelf, I'll do it my way. And he'll be like, oh, I don't think that looks good. I'm going to change it. And then, you know, he'll walk this way and I'll come back and put it back the way I had it. So <laughs> it's little, you know, little silly things like that. Um, but, you know, for the most part, it's it's been really good. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, he still works uh, part-time in uh, the Eldorado restaurant in, here in Kelowna. Right. And uh, he does that in the evenings. So I always really look forward to the days that he's in the shop with me um, because it's just not the same without him here. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. 
So how does your shop work? So do you guys, so you sell all the cheeses like out of the front counter and stuff and you, and you make the cheeses in the back. Is that, that's how yeah. the operation works? That's yeah, that's basically how it works. So we've got a really cute little shop. Um, we have all of our cheeses, uh, cakes, sauces available. Um, and then the rest of the shop has like, you know, crackers and compotes, uh, some beautiful local chocolate, that kind of thing. Um, some beautiful local art as well. Uh, so it kind of has a bit of a gallery feel in here, a little bit of a kind of quirky vibe. Um, and then we have a really teeny tiny kitchen that's basically the size of a shoebox. Um, so all of our products are raw or considered raw. So we don't have any like big stoves or anything like that. It's just, yeah. you know, a sink in a counter and a bunch of dehydrators and of course a dishwasher so it's a teeny space um but typically i'm in the kitchen making the cheeses sauces and cakes uh damien's usually the smiley face you see when you come into the shop so we kind of have our own little domain and little roles um but yeah i always come out and say hi too but right right you know, i like to hide kitchen <laughs> yeah you, you gotta you gotta get out from the back a little bit you're like okay you know yeah exactly so no i pop out and say hello and if we get a rush you know i help them but um you know it just depends on how busy we are um like christmas the you know last december was mayhem for us right i think we did it was like 52 cakes in two days or something like wow. that roughly yeah <laughs> yeah i'm glad that we actually had like a checklist and wrote everything down we didn't miss any orders but holy moly that was like a whole new experience so yeah we've got it down to a pretty good art it's just the two of us still working in the shop um so it's kind of been nice you know eventually we'll hire on some more staff but right now it's it's just nice that it's just the two of us yeah it's interesting because you're you're like eventually you'll you get you'll, you know you're gonna be like okay we need more people yeah <laughs> more yeah people. definitely i mean at this point it's uh, me alone i can pump out about 500 cheeses a week right yeah so, which has been great um but you know we're all of a sudden picking up a lot of uh business outside of the shop so we've got quite a few restaurants and wineries um we've got vegan supply in vancouver farm bound which is oh. um vegan organic food delivery service out here um so there are places that you can find us as well as the shop but we do keep some exclusive flavors just here to kind of draw people into the shop because we like to meet people and have a good chat so of course and that's a smart smart marketing strategy too to always keep that few exclusive there so people can come in and, and have you know you can only get it when you come there Yep. If you want the Guinness maple, you need to come for, come to us. Mind right. you, you, you can get it in Vancouver at Vegan Supply. Okay. Well, I'll, uh, I'll stop by Jay's, Jay's store one day and grab that yeah. and give you the feedback <laughs> on it. We'll give you the feedback on it. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so, so that's amazing. Like you guys are only you two. There's a, that's a lot of work. Like, you know, cause every yeah. time people just think, you know, people are not business. They think, oh, you're just running the shop, but then you've got customer experience and you got to deal with the customers and you got social media and you got marketing and you got all this and yeah. you know it's 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 I always tell business owners you know you're always trying to you're wearing a market you put your marketing hat on then you put your social hat on then you put your baking the cake hat on then you put this hat yes. on and I always try and teach them there's a time where you got to step back and put your CEO hat on right and it's hard for small business owners to put that hat on because they get so stuck working in the business that they forget about oh geez like we gotta you know right? we gotta grow this we got to figure out how to work on it a little more. So 
we'll eventually yeah. buy ourselves a little more time too to keep our life balanced. Exactly. I know we're always laughing. People are like, oh, you know, what are you guys up to? You want to come out and do this or that? And we're like, no, we're hustling. We're too busy working. <laughs> we don't have days off right now. Um, but, you know, yeah, you're right. You, you wear so many hats. Like the social media alone is a big job. Um, so that coupled with doing your own accounting and yeah. getting that organized so that when you give it to your bookkeeper, you don't have a massive bill because you've done a lot of it for them. And, and then of course, making the product and, and quality control and all of those things yeah. and making sure that, um, you know, you're, you're testing your product because you want to make sure that no one's going to get sick or anything like that. There's so much to think about. Yeah. It's amazing. You guys are doing really well because it's even, you know, I look at a lot of different businesses and some they're easier, but you, yours is, I mean, because you're also making the stuff. So it's like a whole nother, you know, it's like a whole nother job, right? Yeah. Like making the stuff and then, you know, all the other stuff, right? So good job. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, it's not, an you. Easy, it's not an easy task of what you guys have been able yeah. to do. Well, it takes a lot of time, but um, we really enjoy it. Like I love making the cheese and, you know, it's kind of like a little happy place. We put on some good music in the kitchen and Lots of love and passion goes into the cheese. So hopefully that translates to people when they taste it. But there's, it's just full of good energy. Amazing. That's awesome. Well, that's the key. The key in the end is always remember this. I, you know, for me, I, haven't, I didn't work a job since the last job I had was like 24 years old, right? Yeah. And so, well, yeah, and I'm only 25 now, right? You know, so. Of course. <laughs> yeah, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, right? But I always tell people when they ask me for advice now, I said, look, in the end, it's all about happiness and you got to, you got to enjoy it. And it's about being happy. And if you're not happy, then in the end, it, it ain't worth it. Trust me, because a lot of your life will go into building a business and there's a lot of moving components and you can't just go home and turn it off. Right. It's, it's, oh, it's you know, it's always it's like, there. Like another child. Yeah. So much energy into growing and molding and, and creating this beautiful Totally. that totally. um yeah it's it's like an, it's like another child <laughs> i i would i would beg to differ on that i would say it's like having triplets 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no it's so true someone said to me once like what is it like when you're first trying to get this all started and it's like imagine you're drowning and then someone hands you a baby <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> totally. and then when you just get that baby up they hand you another four babies <laughs> right you're just trying yeah. to keep your head above water and just like but then you get into a rhythm of it and i think we've finally hit that place where we've got this great flow i know my jobs he knows his jobs we're able to do each other's jobs yeah. but um you know, we found each other's strong suits and we kind of stick to those areas. We've got a nice, like a nice little flow in here, you know, even from just getting in the shop, he turns on the lights, I turn on the alarm, you know, we just have a little system yeah. at this point. So that's yeah. the key. I mean, and that's, that's great. And that's a good point for everybody watching to understand because, you know, you found your little system and that's all business is. When people get really good at operating a business, you look at in the end, you have one central system and everything becomes a process everything yeah. even how you onboard people how you like everything becomes a process and that's when I know a business has finally gotten it when I ask a business can I look at your processes and systems and they show me it all top to bottom I'm like they're getting it you know yeah they get it. it yeah they're and getting it's it simple. 
Yeah. yeah, and it's also, you know, something to keep in mind for us that was a bit of a learning curve is I'm a bit of, of a perfectionist. I like things done a certain way, a little bit of OCD in there. Um, but doing something really well in an efficient way is equally important. So, I mean, I could spend all this time kind of making sure that every little thing is in its place all the time um, and waste a lot of time doing certain things and it's finding that efficient way of doing it kind of perfectly i guess no no it's true it's, it's true i mean we you know we, exactly what you just said i mean you 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 keep figuring it out and it might not work right that way or it might be a little off but you know we're always correcting our systems and 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 processes and and in in every way and looking at okay that worked good now that you know for us too it's about and even a lot of businesses i'm like it's about a lot of times small business owners can't see the hidden costs and so they don't understand that the stuff that's not being as efficient in their business is actually costing them a lot more money in the end yeah, and yeah that, loads of money your loads yeah. of money you know and that's always a tough one for small business owners because they a lot of them think very linear and so they can't see those hidden costs that go down, you know, that keep going down, down, you know, and I've had to learn yeah. the hard way, hard, I've learned the hard way on certain things along my business career, right, yeah. to finally get to that and think, okay, yeah, totally. Well, it's funny, even looking back, I think when we first started, I was probably able to make about 100 cheeses a week by myself. And then it's just like simple things like figuring out like, oh, if I do all, like I would do two flavors in a day. Right. Um, which ended up being kind of silly because I have two dehydrators going and I'm wasting more power and I have to wait for this one to be free. And then I, I realized, okay, no, focus on one flavor a day. And then you've got these other extra two dehydrators to get the next day's stuff going. And, you know, so I went from doing a hundred cheeses a week to able to easily do 500 a week by myself. Wow. And what a like, big difference. <laughs> it's, it's a huge difference. And it, it also, you know, leaves more time for our family and, and yeah. to, you know, have some downtime and yeah. go on a date or whatever instead of constantly being in the kitchen. So yeah. That's awesome. So where can they find you guys all at websites, uh, social media, all that type of stuff? Mm. Yeah. So um, our website is um, maplewindmanchester.com. Um, and then on social media, so Facebook and Instagram, it will be at Maple in Manchester. And uh, you'll see our, our navy blue and gold logo. And uh, it's got the B, which is for the Manchester side. Um, people from Manchester are known as busy bees. And of course there's the, the maple leaf, which is for me. So the business name is actually kind of a reflection on uh, Damien and myself. So I'm oh, the maple leaf in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, I like that. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay, well, this has been a great interview. Everybody, make sure you guys go check them out. Try their cheeses. Stop in in your Kelowna. See them for sure, 100%. I'll, I'll be trying it. I will review it for everybody you're watching and tell you how, how good it is. Well, at least if it's good, which I think it'll be good. So. <laughs> it'll be awesome. <laughs> awesome. Totally, totally. Awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. Talk soon. Thank you.